Zeldin for governor, no terms. It is Kiddish Club. We are back. I can't believe how how last week went. I just can't believe it. We were all let down. Big surprise. You know what? You you know what's the most disturbing to me? It's not disturbing, but the most um, surprising is that we always say every year that like the Jewish vote, and we have like politicians courting us, and and they want to get on our good side and they want to do things for us because we're going to vote because the Jewish vote is going to go to a certain candidate. I feel like we will let like we let everybody down here. I feel like the Jewish vote the Jewish vote becomes less meaningful. You know why? Because I think this was I never saw a mobilization of orthodox Jewish mobilization to go out and vote like I saw in this past election for Lee Zeldin. And what happened? What did we get out of it? That's not true. We got a lot. He he overperformed in New York. As Shapiro said, Lee Zeldin overperformed in New York, and because he did, he led the down-ballot Republicans for Congress to a win, which was huge. So we got three seats. I really don't even know what that means. I just I don't even know what you said. The down-ballot, <laughs> down-vote. I- because there was a mobilization of Jews, okay. unlike usually, and there was such a mobilization of other Republicans— so those Republicans all went out to vote where they don't normally go out to vote. And they knew in their head Lee Zeldin Republican. And down ballot, they just chose Republicans down the ballot. So the other Republicans just got in just because Zeldin, the mobilization for Zeldin, they rode his coattails to victory. So basically which is a huge. mistake, basically. It was like, all right, I'm, go- I'm voting Republican. Might as well go straight down in a yes. line. But when I recognize a name, and this goes to... This speaks to why people put signs out and you have all that campaigning. If I see a name I know versus a name I don't know, I'll usually hit the name I know. Like the name I've Even heard before. I don't know anything about them. Right. But like, oh, I saw signs for that. Let He's me fill that head, in. But right. yeah, that's fine. No, I, I, I saw a sign. <laughs> it's true. And um, I mean, you know that the, the everybody is, is pointing out that it was all the Trump people, all the Trump-backed candidates that didn't make it. Right. And that's like, I, first of all, I heard he's very upset. Yeah, he's flipping out. He's I blaming everybody he's else. He's blaming out. Melania for, for backing Dr. Oz. <laughs> he's, he's bugging out, and they're begging him to stay out of, you know, don't announce anything until the Georgia runoff. So hold on. Let's just let's just say what's going on currently. So currently, uh, as we go to press, the elections are not finished with the count. There are still things that are up for grabs still. We're still waiting to hear from Arizona. We don't know the outcome of the Senate. But the way things stand right now, the way it looks is is that it's all going to come down to Georgia. So Georgia has a law that you need 50%. And each candidate, any winning candidate has to have 50% of the total vote to win. Now, and this is for governor, for Senate? What is for this Senate. for? This is for Senate. All right. So in order to win, you need 50%. And both candidates did not get 50%, which means that they're going to have a runoff. And that just means another election. The finals. <laughs> no one's going like, to be running. This is the finals. Yeah. And that's going to be happening on December 6th. Most likely- but That's for Senate. What happened with Kerry Lake? One second. Whoever wins that most likely is going to tip the scales for the Senate. Really? Yes. So it's a big deal. Yes, because Nevada seems to be going to the Republican. And so Republicans need 51 seats, right? Because at 50-50, the tiebreaker is Kamala. So, so Republicans need 51 and that that is what what it's going to come down to to Georgia. So they don't want Trump getting involved before Georgia because remember Trump messed up the last Georgia election. Yeah. 
So nobody wants Trump. Carrie Lake, who you just que- you just questioned, is down right now in Arizona, but she came out and said, I'm absolutely winning. It's not even a doubt. There are still 650,000 votes that weren't counted in Arizona. What's happening in Arizona? Like, why can't they get Maricopa it together? Maricopa County, did you hear? Maricopa County ran out of pens, and they released an apology to the voters. What like, is you going knew this on? was coming. It's <laughs> not like you had no warning. Like, surprise election. It's crazy. Like, that didn't happen. It's crazy. But in happier news in Georgia, Stacey Abrams lost. And she just keeps running and keeps running and keeps I don't, running. I don't. And whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, she's the one who kept saying that the election was stolen from her last time. And, you know, she, the, the Democrats were saying, like, she's the rightful governor. In Florida, DeSantis dominated Rubo, Rubio, Rubo, Rubio dominated. Let me ask you a question about, about DeSantis, because I read this somewhere and I don't know if it's true, but he's a hardline conservative. I heard, I didn't read, but I did hear that he... He put together an election police. Yes. Is that true. true? Yes, it's true. Because that's the way to go. True. If you want nobody tampering, then just put police involved. Like if there's totally a watchful true. eye on what's happening, and I'm not saying that anything was stolen because you can't just say, well, it doesn't make sense that I lost, so it was stolen. You, that doesn't, you, if you can't come with like something in your hand to say, look, then nobody wants to hear you. I understand it Agreed. didn't make sense. I know the other guy didn't campaign. I know whatever. It doesn't matter what you say. You can't just come in with empty claims that you that the election was stolen from you. So that's why I think that was brilliant. Well, he's also been in favor of you know changing voting laws to you know voter ID and all those things. Which, which also is another thing that boggles my mind. I go in, I say I'm somebody, and, and yep. they're just like, and just oh, vote. yeah, right yeah. this way. Sure, yeah. take yeah. a ballot, fill yeah. it out, whatever you want. Yes, I could have walked in there 10 times. Yes, well, not 10 times. Why not? But you could vote, oh, you mean vote as someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you could have. But you could get caught. But That's federal offense. I understand, but when people have nothing to lose, then yeah, they'll I, just go out and do that. That's someone Like, why can't we just tie this to people's passports? Or, or driver's everybody. license. Well, that's the whole debate going on in the country for voter ID. But it makes so much sense. Well, I'll tell you the other side. The other side says that if you look at the elections, there's no evidence of mass fraud going on of people doing that. So why are you doing this? And you're going to, the argument says you're going to disenfranchise minorities because they don't have, I, I don't understand it. Uh, they don't have IDs. Why would they I, I have? personally, I'm going to, for the record, Listen, I don't believe legal- that there's a tremendous amount of fraud. I mean, I believe there is fraud, but I think both sides are doing it, Republicans and Democrats. I think it basically evens itself out. I think I think it probably balances out. But at the same time, I am for voter ID. It's almost belittling to the minorities to say that they don't have IDs. Like, what? I mean, I mean this- just, it just, listen, to me, it just makes sense. Like, why not? Why not just have everybody present your license? We know you voted. That's it. You're in a database. Bye. I will tell the powers that be how you feel. Of course you will. I like will you always will. Message. I know. You've got quite the the laundry list. But Florida was it was crazy. They 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 say it was uh it wasn't a red wave, it was a red tsunami. They said it was going to be a red tsunami. Right, but Florida was. Oh, right. Republicans got four house seats in addition. So down ballot, DeSantis DeSantis won Miami-Dade County, which is like unheard Notoriously of. Notoriously liberal. Notoriously Maybe liberal. Maybe that's the election police. He got Latin, the Latino vote. He just dominated. I want to say it was a Florida hurricane. Yeah, very clever. But they just had a hurricane, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Did hurricane ever... Nicole. So here's a funny little story. I was in Florida. I flew to Florida on Monday. 
Before the election? Before the election. I did early voting, Okay, as I mentioned on the last cast. And then I found out Hurricane Nicole was coming. And I was like, oh, yes, this is how things go in my life. <laughs> Murphy's Law. And so I changed my flight to leave the next day. And uh, yeah, Hurricane Nicole hit Florida. And I took JetBlue. And JetBlue, like we said, JetBlue stinks. I'm really going to avoid JetBlue. I've only had positive experiences on JetBlue. I'm not going to lie. They don't even sponsor us. Just be honest. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just. I'm trying to call it like I see it. They give good snacks. They've got OU. I'm, I'm good. What, like, what else do you want? What do I want? I want them to be normal. Not have. You know, I, I tried to change my flight. You call them up and they're like, "Oh, you, you need to do this online." You go online and it says, "Oh, sorry, we can't do it online." And I try the app. Doesn't work. I, I call them. They leave me on hold for hours and hours. It, on and on. I could keep going on and on. It was just. I mean, it's a hurricane. I don't know if you can judge. Everybody was trying to get out, bro. You judge them when they're under pressure. That's how you judge anyone or anything. Okay, all right. JetBlue's out. United is in. I don't know if you saw this. United is li- eliminating seats on their plane. So, in other words, they're going to be leaving seats empty to accommodate Americans who are who, as a whole, way more. So, because oh, come of on now, <laughs> your face. This is happening. Yes. To accommodate the Boeing 757's weight limits, they're going to have to leave seats empty, and they're not even going to sell them. They're just going to be empty seats to accommodate the Plus weight. Plus size Americans. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Not like, because- is there going to be a section, an obese <laughs> section on a plane? Because that seems discriminatory. Yeah, there's not going to be a section. There's you just know, I just want to say, we, we got letters. When we talked about Fat Torah and, and, and discrimination against um, people that are overweight we got a lot of letters i think it was what is it last episode or two episodes ago actually we spoke about fat torah and we said that you know in in the jewish world we don't see as much discrimination but we got a lot of letters about people that do experience discrimination discrimination not really i wouldn't call it discrimination as much as it's just unfair to them like like stores that won't carry certain sizes right, or certain right. buses that like w- will ask you to pay for two seats, actually. That's a thing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So whatever. It's a, it's a real life problem. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's changing. The fact that United well, changed their policy. But that's a good start, right? Yeah. I mean, they're leaving seats open to accommodate overweight people. Right, but I want to clarify. They're not leaving those seats open so that the overweight person can fit in two seats. Oh, no? No, I thought that's what it was. No, no, no. They're leaving seats open because if they sell every single seat with the weight of all the people on board, they will be over the limit. It's a little embarrassing as, as, as an American that that's the policy of my national airline. Right, because they're not doing Because they're just going per, like, let's see how much, what is the weight, like, they have to break it all down into math. Right, they're not right? doing this on so Ethiopian air, right? No. <laughs> they're not, they don't have this problem. No. <laughs> but, but I will say, like, even Europeans, like, Europeans are thin, generally. Like, thinner than... Thinner. Right, they're thinner than us. I wonder than what, us. what the breakdown is for obesity by country for 2022. But my point is, is that they have to break it down mathematically to the average weight per customer. Here it is, by country. So, I mean, like, the, the, the top 10 are countries we never even heard of. Well, we heard of them, but, I mean, they're not. But What does that mean? The top 10 are important. So, what is the, like, read me The one. Cook Islands. The Cook the Mar- Islands? What's ha- what are they eating on the Cook Islands? <laughs> like, what, they don't even have anything. They don't Samoa, have Nestle on the Cook Islands. Micronesia. And 
so America comes in at number 12. Number 11 is Kuwait, believe it or not. I don't believe it. It doesn't make any sense. No, but what you're saying is true. All of the re- Europe and Asia are all less than the United States. I mean, way less, actually. The United Kingdom is much further down the list. But like, I mean, Jordan is right after the United States. I wouldn't have expected that. Followed by Saudi Arabia, then Qatar, then Lebanon. Lebanon? Yes, they are uh, saturated fat in Lebanon. What are they eating? <laughs> Isn't it like a constant state of war? Like- all day lamb kebab. <laughs> all day. <laughs> I don't know. Bottom line, our airline is leaving seats open. I, I think that's a like should be a call to action. Wait, wait. Look at this. Look at this list for a second. All of the countries that are sandwiching the United States are the Middle East. I Arab see what countries. you did there. Sandwiching. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kuwait, United States. I'm reading them in order. Kuwait, 11, United States, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Lebanon, Libya, Turkey, Egypt, United Arab Emirates, then the Bahamas? <laughs> Bahamas, really? Okay, we won't go there. We eat the jerk chicken, man. <laughs> that lot of calories. Then New Zealand, okay, thrown in there. Then Iraq. So you literally have the entire Middle East. Iraq is a war-ravaged Notably- country. Yes. And they have this, they're, they're right. fighting they're a war, finding, but, but they're, they're eating. Time but, they're, but they're eating. To hit the lamb. <laughs> then you go all the way down the list, and Israel is all the way down. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm questioning the You're authenticity questioning? Of, this, of this list. It's from World Population Review. I mean, uh, what should I do? You want me to go to World Obesity? No, it's the same. Same numbers. Same numbers. Let me see. Go to number 11. It's Let nice to see, see that Canada is, is up there. Canada is number well, 20. Well, United States is number 14, not right, number so 12 the, at on least. On this list is number 14. Okay. Right. Generally, this looks kind of the same. Oh, Samoa was American Samoa as opposed to uh, the regular Samoa, which Wait, is number what does 13. That mean? American Samoa, Samoa is it's, the it's native like a, lands a in colon, our country. A colony. No, but it's, it's here. No, no, it's 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 Samoa, but it's the under American jurisdiction or whatever. And I think the Marshall Islands are also under American. Uh, I don't know. We need to brush up on our geography, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you are correct in what, in what you said before. Um, yeah, America is... Uh, Pretty, yeah, we're up there. up there. We're up there. But again, we have McDonald's. Lebanon doesn't. Who says Lebanon doesn't have McDonald's? Maybe they do, but they're definitely not serving billions of, of cheeseburgers there, right? Why not? I don't know. They could have cheeseburgers. They can? Yeah. Can a cheeseburger be halal? Why not? It's interesting, by the way, because, you know, quinoa, we never had quinoa. Growing up, there was no quinoa, right? No. It's a relatively new thing. So with the popularity of quinoa now, the Amer- America is consuming so much quinoa that like the countries where we get it, like Bolivia, for example, caused the price to go up so high that the poor, the, the relative population, which is poor, they, they can't afford quinoa anymore. So they're supplementing with other things and it's causing obesity in those countries. Really? Because of America. So we are inadvertently- And the quinoa is not even doing much for us, apparently. We're yeah. still having empty seats <laughs> on flights. Because we take the quinoa and then we, you know, we put we fry cheese it. on it and then we fry it. <laughs> right. We know how to do it in America. But it's funny, in another article, because I was in Florida, so I saw Florida local news, the TSA in Florida busted a guy who was bringing a raw chicken on the plane, and he had stuffed a gun inside the chicken. He was trying to smuggle a gun on the plane. What did he think was going to go down exactly? <laughs> like, the, well, you can't miss a gun inside of a chicken. Like, it's not It's not like it's a... Here's a picture of it. I mean, it's insane. Let me see. The gun, the gun is... 
I mean, I would not. If that scan came to me and I was TSA, I would not no, know what's happening. No, but on the X-ray, they see a gun. <laughs> you oh, know? that's the actual chicken. That's the chicken. That's the with actual the gun. The gun inside. I would right. love to see the scan. Is that do they have a picture of the X-ray? No, they don't. But so, so that got me thinking about like what else does the TSA find? They probably find the, the craziest, craziest things, things, right? So then I found another article. And it made me even more think of you because we were talking about bear repellent in one of our previous episodes. I that think. was last episode. Last episode. Right? The Muncie bear. Right, right. The Muncie bear. And it turns out there is bear repellent and the TSA found it and they confiscated it. Well, why would they take that away? Because like I- you, Why can't you travel with bear repellent? In your carry-on? Yeah. I'm assuming because you could like spray- Repel the pilot. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if it works on bears, it's got to do major damage. But then I started looking at the crazy things that people bring- they they confiscated a guy who had meth in a burrito. <laughs> that was well, he each one was crazier in, than the next. It's just you know what these are not the brightest stars. Yes. If you're traveling with meth at all, right? Which is drugs. Yeah. So so it's not just drugs. It's like of the most dangerous drugs. So you're obviously not the brightest person. So you are probably thinking, well, what if I hide it in a burrito? They'll never, they'll never check my burrito. They'll never find it. <laughs> So, you know, it's just that every demographic out there eventually takes a plane, right? And the yes. TSA gets to see all of yes. these guys. Yes. So, you Could know, you it's to be expected. Could you imagine the TSA guys, like, when they find these? Like, I, I mean, some of the other things, like machetes, they found a chainsaw. Um, a guy had bullets and a deodorant. Bullets inside the inside, deodorant? He's hiding it. He's trying well, to get on get with it? bullets. How do you open a can of deodorant? That's a big question. I don't know. I've never I, seen like one a, open. Maybe the like last a, thing I can no, remember- No, like a, a deodorant uh, bar, you know, stick. You take out the stick and then oh, you, you put bullets in there. Oh, you just shove them yeah. in and then you cover it. Cover that is it pretty bright though. That's not, that's <laughs> like not the you, worst idea I've heard. Why would you try? Why would you try? You needed those bullets. You couldn't get it at the place where you were going to and you were like- Deodorant, as it is, they confiscate, right? Like, it has to be a, a bar. spray. If it's a bar, right. you're it's good. Bar, so he says, good. we're good. I've never seen a can of deodorant be opened except in a camp bonfire. You know what I mean? When we've had <laughs> yes. people, we spoke somebody that. would eventually throw yes. a can of deodorant Ba-boom. into the right. And that was the, the kaboom moment. You would just wait for it. Like, you'd have to hide behind trees, whatever. Anyway, the solid deodorant and shoving bullets in there, I actually like that idea. I don't know. Don't try it. I'm the not TS- going TSA's to. Gonna Apparently, get you. they're onto it. TSA's going to get you. But meth in a burrito, I think, was the craziest yeah, that's, one. That's a that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty dull. Yeah. I would say a dull idea. But speaking of meth, <laughs> in other drug related news, we haven't done this in a long time. We haven't done a live taste test. There's this video that went viral, and I was very curious. So I said, you know what? We'll do it, and we'll do it on the air. Okay, I don't even know where you're going. I so know. if you think I'm tasting something, oh, you're tasting is that happening. It. Apparently, if you take Corona and you mix it with Amaretto. Okay, so you have to be clear when you say that, that you're referring to a beer. Oh, good point. Right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Apologies. If you take Corona the beer yes. and you mix it with Amaretto, the liqueur, okay, you get Dr. Pepper. Amaretto? Yeah. I say Amaretto, but all right. Okay. Potato, potato. Mm. Apparently, if you mix the two, you get Dr. Pepper. We are going to try it oh right my God. now. How did I miss that Giant huge can, can of Corona? Of corona. <laughs> and here we go. I'm pouring the Corona. And then we got to wait for all this fuzz to come down. Okay. All right. Mix it up. What do you do? Swirl it around. Swirl it around. Swirl right. it around. The things I do. Do the swirl. Do for the, the swirl. general public. Get ready to taste. All right. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'll try it. Let's Bottoms go. up. Oh my gosh. 
That's real. I'm not getting it. I'm yeah. Oh, totally it's getting it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There wow, it is. wow. 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 That's interesting. Very weird. Yeah, I would never. I thought this is going to be another scan, like the like the like the Kit Kat and ketchup that we did. Like oh. I don't remember, <laughs> like in the first ten episodes or yeah. something. It's somewhere there. Yeah, but that was a total scam. This is not. This interesting, is legit, right? Yes. And uh, I but want you to- need the fizz, and the, the beer doesn't provide enough. So when you when you hit a Dr Pepper, right? I don't mind flat soda, by the way. So I'm okay with less fizz. Are you going to cut that? Because no. if you would admit that to the to the world, how can anybody respect you? Why? Why? I'm sure there's flat plenty soda? of people out there that like flat there soda. There is nobody. I'm not the only person. There is nobody. Listen, this is a good drink, but Dr. Dr. Pepper itself hits way harder. Like, why am I going here? <laughs> well, this has alcohol in it. I mean- No, it's like a cocktail. Same reason you have a margarita. Now you could have this. It's definitely interesting. Am I going to go run to make this at home? Mm-mm. Probably I, not. I wonder if you could use any beer or does it have to be Corona? I would think it's probably any beer. Yeah, right? I would love to try this with a, like a solid IPA. Yeah. Yeah, because this is really sweet and the IPA would be really bitter. It would be very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay, you heard it here first. It does work. Try it at home. Do try this at home. <laughs> that was the name of the last segment. Yes. Let's move to uh, some Jewish news, shall we? So a lot of the Jewish world is very excited about Ryan Terrell who made his historic debut in the NBA. So you have to explain something to me. First of all, I saw this. Congratulations. Big mazel tov to Ryan. Um, what is a G League? The G League is basically just the minor leagues when, for the NBA. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not So when not is he going to get NBA, on a team? I, here's what I want to know, really. When is he getting an $80 million contract? That's all I care about. He's got to do well in the G League. Uh-huh. He's got to do well in the G League. Well, how do you have He's any... also six six foot seven, by the way. God bless. And the only reason he's six foot seven is because his parents are converts. There is no Jew who's six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, right? But we need we him. We max out at six. <laughs> But we do need Jews like this to be able to look Fetterman in the eyes. Yes. Right? Which, by the way, just to go back to elections for a second, how in the world did, he, did this man cinch an election? I have a better question. How do you wake up if you're Mehmet Oz the next day and be like, I lost to a guy who can't understand or speak? And and dresses like a treadmill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like everything just hung over on him. Yes. So, yeah, I... I... By the way, because you brought it up, the elections again. By the way, Dr. Oz is definitely pounding the goji berries today, you know, (laughs) just to help (laughs) his depression. (laughs) Every single one of the Republicans who lost were people that the Democrats paid to promote. In other words, the Democrats in the Republican primaries, they were spending money to help the Trump-backed candidates. Why? Because they said the Trump-backed candidates, we will do better against them. Let's get them. Really? Yes. Every single one that they put money to promote. So imagine. That's diabolical. Diabolical. Wow. It worked. I'm pretty impressed, though. Yeah. I'm not going to say no. Listen, they didn't break any rules. They played the game. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's called playing chess. Yes. You know, it's not dirty. It's, it's, it's dirty. No, no, no. No, it's not. No, it's dirty. It's strategic. There's a difference. They're not underhanded. They're saying, listen, we'll do better against him, give him money, let him win, and then we'll kill him. It's just, <laughs> it's strategy, and I love it. It's dirty. It's dirty. I don't think you it know, is. It reminded me of something I used to do. when. I, so when I was in school, yes, I was on the chess team. Oh, my gosh. Again, <laughs> once again, please cut this. 
so we I remember we were going up against the school and we knew we were going to lose. Like this school was much higher rated. And so we took our top ranked player and put him against their lowest ranked player. And then we took our second highest ranked player and put it against their second lowest. lowest. So we guaranteed we basically guaranteed ourselves two wins. We were going and saying we're going to go 0 for 6. At least this way we get two out of six. Guaranteed. The middle two guys, that's a toss-up. Maybe we'll get, maybe we won't. We and probably will. And you're going to lose. And in the end, we did. We got we got two wins out of it. So that's also... But what'd you it was get dirty. out of that? It was dirty. We were going to go 0 for 6. We went 2 you're for 6. You're saying instead of going top guy against top guy, who you clearly Which is what think, you're supposed to do. Right, which you clearly think the other team is going to win because they're better. That's interesting. It's strategy. It's strategy. We it's did just, it, it's and saving, it worked. It's saving the embarrassment of going 0 for 6. Right. Right, and it worked. And by the way, because the Republicans didn't have the red wave, the Democrats are like emboldened right now, and it's more likely that Biden's going to be the twenty. He's going to run again. I don't think he can win. I really don't think he can win. Well, and I think if DeSantis runs, which is a big if, because he'd have to go head on with Trump in the primaries. If he does, I think DeSantis takes it because I think DeSantis doesn't have the hate that Trump has. People despise this guy yes now it it, he's a true polarizing figure people either love him to the moon or they hate him to the end and i i think desantis is more in the middle i think also i think he's better he's a calm sure cool collective person who has conservative he won by 20 points in florida it's crazy yeah yeah. It's crazy. And also, he'll put in place election police federally yeah. if he gets... Well, I don't know. I don't think you can. Why? It's up to the states. Really? Yeah. Because that's a shame. Well, if you remember in the last episode, we, we played the, the clip where Biden says, he mentions the war in Iraq, and he says, oh, I was thinking of Iraq because my son died there. And, and his son, son never son died there. Die yeah, yeah, we spoke about this. Okay, so this one came out this week. Listen to this clip. What would happen if, in fact, after these... This, I, I think the context is that whether or not they're pulling back from Fallujah and the, I mean, from the, the Kherson, the, the city of Kherson, and they're coming back across the river to the eastern side of the river, the Russian forces. So remember, he said he was thinking of Iraq because he was thinking of his son, and now he says a, a, a city in Iraq, Fallujah, and he, he meant Kyrsov in Ukraine, and yeah. This what's is bad. the excuse? It's bad. It's all bad. Yeah. It's not that it's just bad, but if you t- if you rewind 10 years and you look at that Joe Biden, he's a, a, he's a firecracker. He's clearly yes. slow. Yes. He's slowed down. I mean, what is he 78, 79? What is he? 79, yeah. So, yeah, it's not helping him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's So I don't it's think he stuff. has a chance. And I think the Democrats know this. I don't think they think that he can win. And especially yeah, I agree going up against a moderate guy like DeSantis. Well, DeSantis is not moderate. I mean a moderate conservative. He's, mm, I mean, he's considered pretty right. Okay, so I don't mean, until, uh, I don't mean um, Hushkafa-wise. What am I want no, to say? No, even, even his, the perception of him, he's not, he's not moderate. I mean like a level-headed dude. No, Mitt Romney is, is, is more of like, let's say, a moderate Republican. So you say the name Mitt Romney, and I feel very bad for the guy because he, he had so many presidential bids, just was don't, never don't able feel to— bad. Don't feel bad. He's a billionaire senator, okay? But he wanted to be—all pre- billionaires want to be president, okay. right? He's still so a he's, billionaire. But he's a failed presidential candidate. I don't, he's still you a never, billionaire. 
He's a failed presidential candidate, and I, I feel like you never get over that. But moving on. But back to Ryan Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So, no, he, he made his debut. Uh, everyone's excited. I think he they said something like he was the top scorer last season. Both of us don't know anything about sports, so it's really difficult. But he was the top scorer last year, I guess, in all college. Does that sound right? Well, there's no question he deserves it. I mean, all I've seen is highlight reels of Ryan Terrell this whole year. So he's obviously fantastic, a, a huge mazel tov to Ryan for, for making it this far. And, and I think you, it's time we have him on. I would, I would, I would, uh, I would second that. We're going to need a co-host once again. <laughs> We're going to need a co-host. Are you saying somebody to manage our? Yeah, we know nothing. Right. <laughs> what, what are we going to ask? Interesting. Right. I don't know. NBA, no, uh, you say? I don't know. <laughs> what does that stand for? <laughs> no, I would have questions to ask him. <laughs> yeah, like what? I would want to know what's it like having all that height privilege. <laughs> you know, you you see that. I mean, it's reality. Oh, yes. It's yes. A reality. People that are tall, they get respect. Right? For sure. No, there's study after study after study really? that confirms Because you it. go yes. through Congress, again, back to elections, you go through the Senate <laughs> and you go through Congress, everyone's 6'2", six 6'3". Six this is the height of these people. So I would love to know what's it like having that height privilege and... To the Google machine, the Google machine, just doing a quick search, uh, according to one study, someone who was six feet tall earns on average nearly $166,000 more during a 30-year career than someone who was five foot five. Okay, during a 30-year career is where you lost me. Because no, but Just still. divide it. Do the math, please. Silence. $5,000 a year. Okay. I mean, is that such... No, that's not so much privilege. No, no, that, no, no, that's just in terms of money. On average, that means nothing. For, for the sole reason that you're tall, you get more money. Hi, thanks for... Welcome, to, welcome aboard. Welcome to the company. Here's a $5,000 bonus because you're tall. It's insane. It doesn't go that way. That's the problem. No. It's, it's just, just like, that, you know what? I like you. I think I'm going to give you a $5,000 raise because he's 6'2". You actually just reminded me of uh, another study that I just saw. And this is a new study that came out, obviously, post-COVID. Because of all the COVID remote learning, they found that attractive female students, I'll read you the headline, attractive female students no longer earned higher grades when classes moved online during COVID-19. Huh. That is interesting. They Fact. probably kept their cameras off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Zoom is a video app, right? Yeah, but apparently... But it doesn't have the same Yeah, it's not effect. the same. Right, right. Wow. Could you? So height, we know, absolutely is an indicator for success. All right, if someone's a better-looking person, better looking they're going to have an advantage. It's unbelievable. So forget white power. It's more like height power. There is a height there. power. So what you did there. Yeah. But it's not just height. And, and that goes back to what we were talking about, about obesity and being overweight. So imagine a short, fat man, such as myself. <laughs> You're too hard on yourself. Do me a favor. What hope is there for me? There's no hope. Uh, but I, I think I think this is just it's just part of reality. It's part of society. You're not. You, I don't think you can change the world in this in this aspect. You know, people. No, it, we, it, is, it yeah. is what it, it is. is. What it is. You it know, is. you're not going to change it. Torahs, it is not fair. Yeah, all the fat tours are not going to change the reality. Right. Okay. In other inspiring news in the Jewish world, Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, who's the. I just want to talk about short Torah for a second, <laughs> just for you, bro. <laughs> I should start that. I need a support group, I think. So Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, who's the chief rabbi of England, I believe, he was in the United Arab Emirates for the first time in its 318-year history. They had a major conference, let's call it. It's called the Abu Dhabi Forum for Peace. 
And he was invited and he was given prime position. He was seated next to the forum's founder, Sheikh Abdullah bin Baya. He is one of the most revered Muslim scholars on earth. So we're making inroads into the Arab world. Yes. That's what you're saying. And Jewish News UK released a video. I'm going to play it for you. What happened today here in the United Arab Emirates simply could not be conceived of just a few short years ago. A serving chief rabbi of the UK visiting this part of the world for the very first time in the 318-year history of that great office. Assalamu alaikum, shalom alaikum, peace be upon you all. Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, the leader of the United Hebrew Congregations of the Commonwealth, joined around a thousand Muslim academics, policymakers, and politicians from more than 70 countries at the ninth annual Abu Dhabi Forum for Peace. And strikingly, the chief rabbi was given pride of place, seated alongside the forum's founder, Sheikh Abdullah bin Baya, one of the Muslim world's most revered scholars. That placing wasn't random. It was clear from the reaction in the room that his presence meant as much to his hosts as it did to their guest. Over the coming three days, some of the finest minds in the Muslim world will discuss peace and common humanity. Not some fluffy notion, but all built on the teachings of Bin Baya. The forum has been operating for nearly a decade, well before the Abraham Accords. But the sight of the chief rabbi helping kick off this event is something those in the room will never forget. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. Isn't that isn't that nice? That's great. And all of this because of the Abraham Accords, obviously. No, well, he just said. Oh, yes, he said. I'm sorry. All of it because Correct. of the Abraham Accords, yes. which was um, designed by Jared Kushner. Yes. So take that, Kanye. Even though he did it just for the money. Right. <laughs> As Kanye says. But here you see an actual outcome of that peace treaty. Tremendous. Speaking of Kanye, since you brought him up, yeah, I'm yeah, just going to mention. My fault, my fault. Well, just very, very quickly, it's still going on, the whole Kanye thing. Uh, there was another article that came out. It was in the New York Post, and it said that, uh, according to people who worked with him, I'm going to quote it, Kanye remarked that he got inspiration for his Yeezy brand from, quote, skinheads and Nazis. Well, actually, this person said skinheads and Nazis were his greatest inspiration. Really weird. I think this is not surprising anybody at this point. I think he's a bona fide, certified official anti-Semite. Yes. And we covered uh, Candace Owens, who works with Daily Wire, and Ben Shapiro. But didn't she apologize? Yes. She came out with a real apology. Yes, yes. Can you play well, it? it? Is it, it a clip? Can not, we get something? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for you. He blew himself up because he has felt so pressured within the Hollywood world to be somebody that he's not. He has shared since then that what started all of this was text messages from one Jewish person, Harley Pasternak. It's important to say one Jewish person, not the Jewish community, not all Jewish individuals, not the entire Jewish world, right? A text message from a guy basically saying that he would put Ye back in the hospital again if he wanted to and that he would never see his kids again. So he was feeling hurt and he hurt people. He hurt a lot of people and he owned that. Ye himself said on Piers Morgan that his remarks were anti-Semitic and they were racist. And then he apologized for those remarks and said that hurt people hurt people. And so I was a bit confused why despite him having said that and despite him taking ownership over his own words, people were still coming to me 
and asking me to say something bad about him in public. I just didn't want to take that bait because this is actually my friend, right? But I realized that a lot of people come to me because they see me as a leader. And, and I guess in that regard, they hold me in a higher view than I hold myself. Again, I'm just somebody who is saying the truth and calling things as I see it. And what I've realized is that while I have been a very strong and vocal friend of Ye, and I'm going to continue to be that, I haven't yet been a vocal friend to some people that have been tremendous friends to me. And then she goes on to talk about Dennis Prager. Wait, either the ADD is strong or I have no idea what she said. <laughs> like, I, did you get any of that? Because I didn't yeah, get any I, of and it. I, I, and I watched the rest of it. And she goes on to talk about Dennis Prager. He was he stood by her, and she she's very close to a lot it's of like Jewish people. It's like she's droning on and on and yeah, on and on, I monotone. I don't know what she's saying. Can you break it down for me, please? <laughs> yeah, she basically says, you know, she she realizes that in her rush to be to defend Kanye, she disenfranchised her Jewish friends, and that was not cool. And so she's not okay with it. But it wasn't like I do remember her saying. That one Jewish guy bullied Kanye. Yes. Which in itself is just yeah, and that's what sent him. That's what sent and him then, off the rails. Right. And then so so one dude, and now you're going to attack Jews worldwide because this is it's yeah. like there's nobody like from no. yeshiva guys to people yeah. on the beach. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody's heard yep. the story. Everybody's talking and about. Everybody's it. feeling the repercussions. People of it. are burning their Yeezys. Yes. You know. Yeah. If I had them, I'd burn them. <laughs> I don't have them. I'm not sure I buy that. I think you would put it on eBay. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> But here's the crazy part. I wanted to mention this. In the midst of the whole thing, Candace liked a tweet from Max Blumenthal. And Max Blumenthal is a basically an anti-Semite. And oh, she, I was ready to say like he's on our team. No, no, no. Max Blumenthal anti-Semite. And and is he Jewish? I Max think, Blumenthal? I mean, I doesn't think, get more Jewish. I believe Jewish. he is, but he is a, if he is, he's a self-hating Jew. And so she liked a tweet. She liked it and called out the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. And then Shapiro tweeted and he said, I think the ADL is a partisan hack organization too, but retweeting Max Blumenthal, who spends his life covering for Jew haters and stumping for Israel's destruction, makes the conversation significantly worse. It's garbage. And then she replied to Ben and said, I don't know who Max Blumenthal is, but I do know that you have my number and could have informed me in earnest. Real relationships should trump Twitter theater. Let's set a better example going forward. Ouch. But I don't... Ooh, I, I, it just confirms for me that I, I, I'm I done with Candace. Not because she ha- because she's standing by Kanye or because she has a difference of opinion. None of those reasons. Every one of these things are like, she's acting like a baby. So Shapiro disagrees with you on Twitter and you say, oh, you should have called me? No. Well, look, look. It it's it's it, it is Twitter theater. That's what it is. Wait, I think don't, Ben don't. was correct to do it because he's calling out her support of Max Blumenthal, and then she's like, "I don't even know who that is." So then, don't tweet it. Don't retweet it. If you don't, don't know who hate it is. the player, hate the game. Come on, do, yeah, yeah. It's I like, agree. It's I agree like, with that. It's, it's little, your responsibility right. to know it's like these Kyrie, things. When it's just saying, a Google search, right? Like, let's not get crazy. Come on. It's like when Kyrie, when we played in the last episode, when they asked him, "Well, why are you promoting you know this anti-Semitic thing?" and he's like. I'm not promoting it. Yes, when you tweet it out to millions of people, that's called promoting it. So when Candace, when you, she has 3.2 million followers. If you like something on Twitter, then Shapiro did the right thing in calling it out. Because 3.2 million people saw her promoting this. I want 3.2 million followers. And you shall have it. Really? Amen to that. But 
but by the way, you also said that if Musk released the eight dollar verify check mark, you would subscribe. Yes, you did I do. say that. I do want. He to. released it, and we're waiting for you to pay. Really? Yeah, it's I'll, coming out of your it. pocket. I'll do it. Do it. You don't scare me do with it. your eight dollar okay. threats. All right, our audience is going to see whether Kidders <laughs> Club gets the red check, the blue check, and if they don't, you heard it here. He's all talk. This guy. In, in more in other I mean speaking of anti-Semitism, this story is, is is almost too hard to believe. Coming out of Germany, Kentucky Fried Chicken on the day of Kristallnacht, which is November 9th. All right, a day that every Jew you know has seared into their brain. Kristallnacht, you know, it, it, it immediately conjures conjures images of. I mean, we've all broken seen glass. it. Broken yeah. glass, broken glass, and the, no, the beginning of our education. The be- it's it's really our life. it's considered like the beginning of the Holocaust, yes. basically. They tweeted on that day and wrote the following. It's Memorial Day for Kristallnacht. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. <laughs> you can't. It's not funny, but it's funny in its stupidity. It's insane. If it was, first of all, if it was anyone but Germany, if it was Jamaica, <laughs> I can understand it. Treat yourself to some jerk chicken, man. Back to the jerk chicken. <laughs> I could understand it, but it's Germany. Yeah. Yeah, not a good look. <laughs> look. Like I feel like heads would have to roll. What I mean, go- what was going on in the board meeting in, KFC. in Germany? In K- it was KFC, right? It's KFC, KFC. Klaus, do you have the holiday promotions for this week? Because <laughs> we want to offer some great chicken deals. <laughs> and then, could you imagine? Could you imagine, like, when after they like say that they're doing this? And like someone in that board meeting probably said, like, you really think this is a good idea? You really think we should be using Crystal Knock to sell chicken? I, like, it this makes no sense to me. It's like, imagine, imagine in this country if you would have a nine eleven sale, like Happy nine eleven. Happy nine eleven was selling mattresses at fifty percent off. It's insane. <laughs> it's, insane. It's, insane. it's insane. It's insane. But but the hammer came down. The hammer came down. The crazy thing is what they responded. So they they sent a follow up in all caps that said, "Sorry, we made a mistake." They blamed it on a bug in their system. <laughs> what bug says happy Crystal Dot Memorial Day for Crystal Dot? Like, Treat yourself. No, but maybe it's like it just has a calendar. Right. right? And it just, maybe the system just has a calendar in it and it's just like, okay, we're, we're, we're pushing a sale. But, it's KFC, but why would man. it be tender cheese on your crispy yeah, chicken? Yeah, it's very you know specific. I mean? It's like yeah. <laughs> this would be some really advanced AI yeah. software program yeah. that's like saying we. <laughs> That's saying we're going to put a tender cheese crispy chicken promotion on November 9th, Crystal Knot. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Something is very fishy here. It makes no sense. Speaking of advanced technology, I don't know if you saw this one. A former, uh, one of the former creators of the Oculus Rift, which was acquired by Facebook. You know, those are the goggles that you put on that give you virtual reality. That's going to give us the metaverse. The metaverse, correct. He made a VR headset (laughs) that... When you're playing a game and your character dies in the game, it has explosives in the headset and it kills the wearer. What? Absorb. No, <laughs> I'll no, give no. you a moment. Wait, no, 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 no. No, no, you heard me right. Here's the picture of it. So wait, so so you play and if you lose, you die? Yeah. He said because you can't really get that virtual reality to really feel real. <laughs> unless your life is on the line. <laughs> unless there's real consequences, yes. Come on, is this a joke? No, this is real. Tell me it's the Babylon Bee. No, Tell me. No, this made its way. It's in. It's all over. It's a real thing. So he's not going to be allowed to sell that. Right, yes. you can't sell it. Like it's like they selling him, a suicide vest. They call him the father of modern virtual reality. He's also a defense contractor. <laughs> By the way, that's 
<laughs> a total vibe, like a total type, you know? Yeah. Be like, hey, China, we, you guys want the new VR headset we made? It's no, no, amazing. No, 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 no. Like, these guys are like very hardcore. He's like probably such a bro. You know what I mean? He's a gamer. He's a yeah, real yeah, yeah. gamer. But, but, it, but also a bro. Yeah. You know? He's like, oh, yeah, but do you even lift? Like that type of a bro. <laughs> But come on, that makes no sense. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Obviously, no one's gonna buy this. This is no way that this is going yeah, into production. I, yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah, I, yeah I, I doubt it. I doubt it. But the idea is there. Yeah. Right. You know the what? The idea once, is there. The once it, someone brings it out into the open. Yeah, it's there. It's there, and and someone's gonna do this. Maybe it's gonna be on the black market, but yeah, it it it's there. I saw another story that made me think of the cast. But because, could you, I just want—I I can't. I'm yeah, not. No. I'm not over it. Like, could you imagine the intensity with which you would play that game? <laughs> <laughs> like you're—you're—you're you're, you're literally battling for your life. Yeah. So, honey, honey, it's time for dinner. No dinner. Not now. Oh my god. I don't even know if I'm going to make dinner. <laughs> I may not be around for dessert, but I'm just saying it's like a whole. It's a—it's an—it's another level. It is. I, 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 I'm, I'm just sorry. My mind is blown. Yeah, no, it's, blown it's, my mind. It's, it's mind-blowing. I'm sorry if That's I'm what incoherent. It <laughs> That's what it is. It's mind-blowing. In odd news, by the way, I'm mentioning this because we talked about this on the cast, where we spoke about, uh, we have to go back and look at the archives and see which episode, where if we won the lottery and do you have to take that picture with the big check? And you said, I think at the time, that you have to. Yeah, with certain states. Certain yeah. states, you have to uh, you have to disclose your identity. You have to take a picture with them. And by the way, we just got out of the biggest lottery in yes. history, yes. which somebody won on the West Coast. I didn't even check my tickets after that. I yeah, was like, we don't care about those people. No. And wait, and in like a seedy part of town. Like it wasn't like- Really? Yeah, like a very, like, like I don't even know, like it was a gas station rundown, like who's even shopping there? So maybe somebody homeless. Maybe we it. need to start shopping there. And we'll win. <laughs> By the way, I when I buy lottery tickets, apparently, you which buy I don't do, which I don't do that often. Like <laughs> yeah, big jackpots, right. big jackpots. I'll, I'll last, go. Last cast, I, you also said that you're like, oh, no, I don't buy lottery tickets. Apparently, you buy a lot of lottery again, tickets. Again, if it's over a billion dollars, I'm gonna buy a lottery ticket. And wait, I don't even want to win because I already know that yeah. two billion dollars would destroy my life. <laughs> it would just destroy. It would Why? take the. I don't know. It would take the. It's you, you, like. The race is over. Like you don't have any. There's no. What are you doing? You you. There's no, there's drive, no drive for, for anything. anything. Right. So so wait. So now when I buy a lottery ticket, I always picture the place. Like, can I imagine this place having a winner? Like, if I can't imagine this place having a winner, then I leave. I I'll, I'll find somewhere else to go. Like it needs to be like a gas station right. or like it's not even a Seven Eleven. I can't imagine a, a winner coming out of Seven Eleven for some reason. Well, this lottery winner in China. Had to take the picture, the famous picture, and well, how much was it, by the way? It was not a lot. It was thirty million. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> not that penny, pennies, right. pennies. And he showed up to take the picture in a costume. Oh, so that that him? That him? I thought he was giving the check. <laughs> no, that's him in the costume. <laughs> so nobody it's a would pretty know. Cute he, costume. he says he didn't want to do it. This is the craziest part. He didn't want to do it because he didn't want his wife and children to know. Because he's not going to tell them because he's concerned, quote, that they might feel superior to other people and will not work or study hard in the future. Is that not so Asian? Outstanding is what it is. Isn't that so Asian, though? I, but it's... Then you wonder why they're, this. they're the number, highest earners in America. This is... It's, it's so smart. It's yeah. so smart. Brilliant. His kids are going to grow up not knowing a thing. The father's going to be worth $30 million. It's perfect. It's perfect. It, Buffett said similar things that he wasn't going to leave his kids... 
you know, an excessive amount of money. Well, that's a different story. Like when, it is. A, when like like some of these other I think we mentioned it one time there was one person I forgot who, I can't even remember the name, but he's like he told his kids, "I'm leaving you nothing, so get to it. Chop chop." It's like all going to save the whales. Yes. You know? It was Buffett. It was Buffett. It was him? No, I think it was something else. Someone, uh, maybe it was Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, yes. Shaquille Shaq also, yes. And I think we you covered it. You like how that we just came up, that random access memory? We covered it on the cast. I'll even yes, tell you which one. That's what I'm saying. We spoke about it. It was in episode 19. Believe that? That is, that's better access. That's be- <laughs> that's much better random access memory. That's better random than I have. But... But bottom line, I think he should still leave his kids money. I'm like sure. you can no, no, say he, one thing and but like do another. He is. He's saying he doesn't want them to know, so they work hard. Oh, but they don't read the news. <laughs> They're gonna see this this, this yellow. <laughs> oh, you mean them? The kids are gonna oh, see right, this right. yellow. You're talking about the Asian. I think you're talking about Shaquille. No, but yeah, no, no. This is great. I love it. I think it's great. Um, but meanwhile, I, I'm just my mind is just going back to this. Uh, this New Jersey statewide threat on synagogues. Meanwhile, they caught the person responsible, and he was a teenager. 18 years old. 18 years old, responsible for creating this pandemonium. It was like crazy, because everybody in the Jewish world heard about it. And by the way, shout out to Brad, who brought this story to my attention. But it's insane that somebody, that the, we were all up in arms, and it was just some kid. An 18-year-old who posted on social media. That's right. What it. did he even write? He, he put like a manifesto where he said, on behalf of the Muslims, I'm, I'm going to do this and hopefully other people follow me. See, I thought when the FBI... The, right. The FBI, first of all, the FBI like caught it. It was in their... Like right, they're but, watching. But, but, but I thought when, when I saw that threat, I'm assuming that you had the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, they're like Listening tracking. to phone calls yeah. and like... It was a Facebook We're going to do it tonight. We're going to do it tonight. Yes. Exactly. And then, they, then they came to the forefront. Not some kid posting some posting something, uh, you know, to his on to social his media. Thirty but friends you know on but social can, media. But you can never be too careful. No, of course. But it was it was really just he got the whole Jewish world up in arms. You know, just, yeah, yeah, crazy. And just from whatever one, it, it took him literally like a second to write. Yes. And and we're all just watching our backs and have cops in front of every synagogue. What was his consequence? He. Is he going so to jail? Like what's he, he stands. He's going to be prosecuted, and uh, he. The, those are terror charges. Those are big. Not, no, it's not terror. Why? I forget. It's it's disseminating something, and it carries up to five years in prison. Disseminating what? A threat. Hate no, crime. What is threat, it? And, uh, according to the article that I read, it, I forget the exact language, but something about it carries up to five years because all he did was really post something, right? Right, he didn't really, there, there was no thought involved, no right. plan, exactly. there was nothing. Exactly. All right. So in our other, <laughs> what's become a Trade, tradition. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> trademark. I only know it because I see it up on your screen. <laughs> As we go to the crazy animal stories of the week, there was an eight-year-old boy in India that was bitten by a cobra. So he bit the cobra back and That's, he killed it. I mean, that is the way to do it. That is the way to do it. <laughs> Very good son, all right? <laughs> this is my boy. He bite the cobra right back, okay? <laughs> that is the way to do it, right? Okay, my son bite the cobra back, okay? Right, right? And he bring it home and we cook it, <laughs> right? So he bring dinner for all, for all. We put some curry on the snake. That's terrible. <laughs> but that is the way to do it. So now we know how to get how to stop bears. 
and we know now how to stop COVID. This is a full service podcast, <laughs> we, isn't it? We are protecting. We are doing such a public service for but, the people. But but I want to know how this happened. I want to understand. Did it wrap itself around yeah, the leg, that's a, his no, arm, it, his it, what? It actually wrapped itself around the, the kid's hand. It wouldn't let go. He bit it twice and killed it. But did the cobra bite him? No. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. It bit him. It bit him? It's venomous. Yeah. Here's a quote. Quote, I was in great pain as the reptile didn't budge when I tried to shake it off. I bit it hard twice. It all happened in a flash. And he was taken to the local urgent care facility where he was seen and released one day later. So he spent the night. I imagine they had to give him some... Antivenom. Yeah. Right, right. But that's a that's a huge success. I feel like this story will follow <laughs> this great, boy around. It's a great story. For like his next job interview, like, you know, <laughs> when he turns of age... It's just going to be like, yeah, that's right. I'm the guy. Right, right. Oh, no, no, no. I bite the snake back. Oh, no, he's going to wear like a patch of, you know, a cobra this necklace is, It is a badge. It's a badge of honor when you take down a venomous snake. Yes, I mean, look. For it's, sure. We're, if we're reading about it half a world away, right, he did something right. For sure. In other reptilian news, <laughs> the, na- the National Park Service released a statement begging people to stop licking a certain toad. It's the Sonoran desert toad wait what 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 why would they apparently it secretes a hallucinogenic substance called 5-meo-dmt oh so these are these are hippies that are coming <laughs> it's not to just hippies. catch frogs to lick them it's not just hippies if i remember correctly there it is mike tyson quote said the following quote the toad's whole purpose is to reach your highest potential he first tried it as a dare dare and then he got hooked and he's hooked on toad, <laughs> toad licking <laughs> I first tried it, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do a Mike Tyson. First I tried it on the dare, but now I'm hooked on the toe licking. <laughs> I don't think it's good, is it? I don't even know if it's, it's accurate. It's funny. Bottom line, I, I can't imagine licking a reptile. Not for any type of... High. High or... or, or, or price. <laughs> for any price. Yeah, right. Agreed. Agreed. There's a lot more to get to, but we are going long, and so we're going to have to save it for next time or for our WhatsApp people. Do you think we should release like a, an extended version? I think we should. Maybe like an off-the-record where we cover some of the stories we didn't get to. I, I think that that's called for. I think I, I, I like, like that the idea. idea. I yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea. It's going to be in WhatsApp if we do it. Yeah, it's going to be. If you, if you haven't joined the WhatsApp group, then join the WhatsApp group. Uh, you can find the link by going to our website. It is www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. Com. It's in the drop-down menu. It's right there. Join our WhatsApp group. You can find the link also on Twitter. You can find it on Instagram where you can follow us as well. And if you want to leave us an email, you can. It's hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Thank you guys for listening. Hit up Apple. Leave us a review. And we are out. Y'all keep stealing elections from me, yo. I can't do it. I can't do it. You have to, you have to cut it. <laughs> you hear a lot about black communities and they don't have... Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I has ID, man. I has ID. Exactly. Any ID would be fine. <laughs> you probably have to cut that too. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it. So now that we're talking about overweight, how do I say this? How do we get into this? You're producing. You're the producer. So produce. I'm just saying it does look like a vial of urine. I'm going to need to smell that before.
all of it because of the Abraham Accords, which was who the who the architect of is. All of this because of the Abraham Accords, who just, what do I want to say? If you haven't joined the WhatsApp group, you want to get in there, uh, you can, v here we go, here we go, <clears throat> go to the bathroom. If you haven't joined. <laughs> and this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.